Sip and Listen, the podcast meant to inspire, challenge, and empower collaboration while taking actions that matter. With your hosts, beauty maker Christina Wirtz, recruiting genius Jennifer Rojas, and lover of all things marketing, Elisa Lane. (sighs) Look at this one, honey. What? And the mortgage. Bad credit taking its toll on your finances, your relationship, on your dreams. Don't let the financial system own you. Take ownership over your financial hardships and turn them into positives. Elite Credit and Financial, part of the Rios Financial Group in Phoenix, is your key to maneuvering the difficult process of getting your good credit back and getting the funding you need to make your dreams come true. Don't settle for a discharge bankruptcy, child support claims, student loans and queries, or other negative items on your credit report. With their proprietary system, Credit Plus, Elite Credit and Financial will take you from credit issues to credit success. Remember, Rios Financial Group, when you need a partner in progress. Elite Credit and Financial is a subsidiary of Rios Financial Group, LLC, located in Mesa, Arizona. All credit plus and loans are subject to lender requirements and loan values are based on improved credit scores. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks to our sponsor. We're actually, they're actually emerging as we speak with another company and their new name is going to be Next Level Business Concept. So Rios Financial is now going to be called Next, the Next Level. Level. I like that. I know. It's pretty cool. <laughs> so today we're actually still in the month of relationship. Thanks to you, Christina. Yes. <laughs> How's that been going on? How's the month been It's been going, going good so far. How about you? It's been interesting. Yeah. Interesting month. I think February is always a fun month. I have a lot of birthdays in this month. Mm. So there's a lot of celebrating. We've got a lot of fun things coming up. To actually, today's my dad's birthday. So happy birthday, Pop. Yay. And uh, we'll be doing some celebrating later. And uh, yeah, later this month is my birthday. Awesome. So I usually celebrate this whole month. Pretty much it's mine. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that because I'm an August birthday. So I remember in school, I could never actually have my locker decorated. So I celebrated my half birthday, which is February 12th. And my best friend would decorate my birth, my locker on my half birthday. <laughs> I, okay. So then mine's in August. I guess so. Yeah, that's funny. No wonder I like those Leos. Uh, so how's business been? How's been uh, the beauty industry for you? I know we have two guests coming up as we speak right now, but we're actually going to start on the beauty talk. How's yeah. been business? It's been great, actually. Um, the very first week in February for me was just like a killer week. I hit numbers I didn't even think that I would be able to hit, just like tons of clients, and um, which is unusual for February typically because like winter months are a little bit slower. I don't I would think February, Valentine's Day, people want to look good or no? Mm-hmm. Not the case nah. so much? Nah. Hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just for the holidays and then we're done. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, every month I kind of try to set new goals for myself as far as like new clients and and uh, numbers and stuff. So we'll see. Um, I'm on a good start already. And our guests actually, they um, They have real beauty bosses, which they help people in the beauty industry. So I'm excited to hear from them. They're actually walking in right now so we can actually get started with them and learn a little bit more about beauty bosses. Real beauty bosses. Real beauty bosses. Awesome. Welcome. Welcome. How's it going? How are you? Great. So tell us about beauty bosses. I believe this is not Katie. This (laughs) This is is Katie. Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome. So tell us about Beauty Bosses. Yeah. And you want to speak really close to the mic. Absolutely. Okay. Go ahead, Katie. 
Okay, so Real Beauty Bosses is basically, um, what's the best way to explain it? It's kind of a movement we're trying to start within the beauty industry to help women um, not work so hard in their chair and be able to kind of take a step back um, and make a passive income on the side and find different ways to use their skills where, you know, they're not just having to trade their hands for time and money. They can actually do other things that actually help them. Um, yeah. In short, a business growth and support community for uh, female entrepreneurs in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. Only the females? Only the females. I like that. <laughs> we like working with them the best. Why? <laughs> I want to hear why. Well, we actually had some really bad experiences with some past clients we had with our uh, agency. And we worked with a lot of um, auto industry clients. We worked with a lot of vehicle customization shops, a lot of franchises and stuff like that. You know, like stern, strict business owners. I was at the egos. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So, like, you know, we would get along with them at first. But, like, over time, it just kind of wasn't the best fit for us. Um, and Katie, you know, would literally have times where she would hop on the phones, get stressed out. Mm-hmm. And it was just not a good fit for us. And, you know, we had... Our very first client was actually a microblading specialist, and um, we got along really, really well with her. She was literally our age. We could, you know, really communicate good with her and uh, got along real well with her. And um, whenever we talked to her, you know, whether it was good or bad news, she was always, you know, peachy, fun to talk to. And, um, you know, she was always willing to take the next step and keep moving forward, not look at the problems and look at, you know, solutions. So we were like... say next level? That's so funny, but go ahead. and yeah, so basically, like, you know, we, we've pretty much figured that, uh, you know, these are people we like working with. Why not duplicate them and work with a bunch of them? <laughs> so that's kind of what led us to where we're at now. Nice. How about for you? How was it working for these amazing men? Oh, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be completely <clears throat> honest, um, I mean, they were just so negative all the time, no matter how well we performed for them. Um, and they just were never really looking for the next step. They were never looking to grow their business. We would bring them enough business to where they would actually need to hire on more employees, and they would say, no, we're good. Just turn everything off. We don't really want to grow that much more. And we were like, <laughs> it's hard to work with somebody who doesn't have goals. Yep. And so they were just negative, and they cussed at me a lot, and that was just rude. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember there was just one specific day when I was just sitting down and talking to Kate, and I was like, I mean, she's so optimistic. I'm coming to her with bad news, and she's just happy. She's like, how are we going to move forward from this? Kate's what is our next client. step? <laughs> Um, and I literally got off the phone. I was like, can we clone her? Can we just take her and clone her over and over and over again? And that's our client base. And so he was like, well, why not? Well, I never see Christina in a bad mood. Okay. Maybe once once or twice. But I think it's also coming with the industry where, I mean, people come to you as a service that they want to feel better. They want to feel beautiful. They, I mean, it's not really like you have the option of having a bad day with them. Yeah. I mean, they're in the business of people. And so at the end of the day, you know, when we worked with a lot of, um, you know, strict business owners, people who manage teams and, you know, we're capable of of helping them, you know, expand and grow, you know, we can only help them as much as they want to be helped. Um, But, you know, when it comes to working in the beauty industry, I think like instead of just exchanging a product or service, they're really passionate about, you know, helping their clients, you know, building a client base that's ideal for them Mm -hmm. and that they enjoy um, you know, working with. So, you know, our real goal is to help them, you know, expand their passion and do what they love to do. And how did you both meet? Me and Katie? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you kind of our backstory because I know we ran here a little bit late. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize. <laughs> we just moved to the area, so we're still getting used to 
Like, I swear, it doesn't matter what time we leave. We're always running five minutes behind. Uh, where'd you move from? Uh, Dallas, Texas. Or we're from Dallas, Texas. We went to school in Lubbock, Texas, and okay. uh, then decided to move out here. Mm-hmm. But uh, me and Katie met while we were in college. We went to Texas Tech University in uh, Lubbock, Texas. We met our freshman year, which is about, about four years ago. And um, we're in the whole party scene when we first got there. Lubbock's a big party school. So we were in the you know fraternity sorority scene for a little bit, and that's how we first connected. And you know we were really not in a good place at that time. Hmm. Um, kind of around a lot of friends that weren't the best fit for us, you know. And um, I feel like we were both, you know, very uh, hardworking and very motivated individuals. But when we got to college, we kind of got distracted. You know, we didn't really know what we wanted to do. We changed our major a couple times. We had no kind of clear focus or direction. So, you know, the first couple of years that we um, were together didn't really go too well. <laughs> we had a very rocky relationship and, um, you know, we were just around a lot of friends that weren't good for us. And uh, it was kind of picking and prodding away at our relationship. We didn't know what we were going to do, you know, after graduation, how we we're going to keep up with things. And um, what ended up happening was... Um, we kind of got to a bad place uh, personally, financially, a lot of, you know, things going on where we just had no clarity, no vision of what we were going to do in the next, you know, year or two. When it came up on like junior year, we were like, crap, like <laughs> we're graduating next year. Like what, what's going to happen? You know, are we going to stick together? Are we going to, you know, move somewhere together? Like what are we going to do? And, you know, we didn't really have the freedom or flexibility to really make any decisions because we didn't have any money. You know, we, I, I was working four jobs at the time. Katie was working multiple um, we were trying to just bust our way through college, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we weren't, you know, scraping ramen bowls, but we were pretty close to that. <laughs> um, and it kind of just got to a rough spot. And uh, actually, while I was in college, I had a very um, kind of bad smack in the face with um, some trouble I got into as well as um, some issues my, my family was going through. Um, so my family actually um, got into a really bad place that I didn't know they were at. And I say my family, my grandparents are basically like my mom and dad, and I'm very close to them. But um, they started struggling with a lot of medical bills and financial bills and just uh, a lot of problems one after another and um, ended up kind of just seeing that while I was in school. And I felt really helpless because there was nothing I could do. Mm. Um, So it kind of lit a little fire under me to figure something out and, you know, get me and Katie on the same train to, you know, find a better future for us. And uh, it all started literally... Um, like I think most entrepreneurs, how to make money, <laughs> how to make more money online. Googling how yeah. to make money online. <laughs> yeah. Did you really do that, Katie? Yeah, I'm we yeah. <laughs> watched some YouTube videos, just kind of started to try to figure it out. Like, how can we make some more money? Like we're working all these jobs. It's not working, you know? And, um, so what we did was, um, just kind of started really studying and, and, and watching videos and learning from people who were, you know, our age or younger, like making a bun- bunch of money. <laughs> and we were like, man, what are these people doing that we're not doing? We got to figure this stuff out. And um, I remember we were on a break um, from school for about like a month or two. I forget which break it was. It's like a summer break. Um, I went back home um, and kind of, you know, I had this job that I worked at home that was just a serving job. It paid good money, but nothing crazy. Um, And I ended up landing an internship with a financial advisor firm, a very good firm. So I kind of got a little bit of off my plate and I got a little bit of stability. And uh, when I was back home, I reconnected with a good buddy of mine who we had been, we've been friends since we were like middle school. Um, and we uh, basically went to high school, kind of parted paths, but kind of just reconnected out of the blue when I came back on this break. I feel like it happened for a reason. 
and uh, we just started talking a little bit. He was kind of going through some similar issues where he, you know, was going to college, struggling to pay the bills, couldn't, you know, wasn't enjoying it, wasn't sure if he wanted to finish. And um, basically, we just started talking like, um, man, we got to figure out how to make some money online. Like, <laughs> these kids uh, who are younger than us are like driving Lamborghinis and <laughs> making a bunch of money. Like, they figure something out. So, like, maybe, you know, I'm, I'm here back home on this break for about, you know, a couple weeks. We've got some time to maybe just lock ourselves in a room and figure something out. <laughs> and so that's what we did. Um, literally, we spent like, two or three weeks just watching a bunch of videos, trying to figure out some sort of path that we could get started, kind of get a little ignition and um, came across some videos when it came to like uh, Shopify stores and drop shipping and like e-commerce type stuff. And that really caught our interest because it seemed like it was something that, you know, we could do um, if we just followed the steps to these YouTube videos. <laughs> and um, we literally like uh, ended up just following it for a week or two straight to literally just would lock ourselves in this room and just figure it all out and um, Katie was on board for it too and we ended up like launching things out and um, within like a month or two we made like a couple hundred bucks nothing crazy but it was like kind of our first sense that like we can produce money you know we can figure stuff out and we can you know find ways to, to create income for ourselves it was kind of like okay you know maybe this isn't the right vehicle right now but we could start to find a way to make this work for us you know mm -hmm. so when we went back to school we tried to keep up with that same thing we started we literally started like an online store for uh the wine niche um so like we were selling like wine stoppers and wine glasses and um it was just a fun little <laughs> project that we got into um but when we went did back did you to connect with gary v Oh, uh, we did. Like yeah. we were listening to a lot of his stuff at the time, and um, we definitely like listened to his podcast and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So he was definitely a big motivator for us at the time. Um, but yeah, we we were definitely like applying a lot of the stuff he was saying. Um, but when we got back to school, like uh, we quickly realized we didn't have enough time, money, resources to keep the stuff rolling while going to full time classes and still working jobs. <laughs> you know, um, and so that kind of like flattened out for a little bit there, but we didn't give up. You know, we, we wanted to find a way that, you know, we just learned all this stuff. How can we make it work for us? And um, around that time, I think we came across a uh, online training um, that basically was like use, um, you know, online uh, marketing skills and stuff like that to help local businesses. And um, since I was working to uh, train to be a financial advisor, I was kind of getting my feet wet with networking and sales skills and talking to business owners and successful advisors, too. So I was like, maybe maybe this is like the perfect thing for us and uh, ended up taking a uh, couple webinars on the topic and um, basically found this program that was like $1,500 to get started with, which I didn't have $1,500 to get started with. But um, I kind of, you know, let it think on my mind for a little bit because I, I definitely knew we needed to do something. And so I kind of rallied the troops, Katie and my buddy Alex, and I was like, look, like, you know, I think we should, you know, scrape what we have, run on a credit card or something <laughs> and, and invest in this. Cause I feel like, you know, we have to make something happen. If we don't like, we're just going to stay where we're at, you know? Mm -hmm. So we ended up doing it, went into debt, invested in this program <laughs> and it kind of was the ignition that we needed. We started learning how to, how to build a business, how to talk to business owners, how to um, run campaigns for marketing, how to do sales. And like, that was like, I literally the ignition we needed to just kind of fuel like we we turned we caught the bug at that point where we were just like oh my gosh there's so much information out there that we just don't have access to they don't teach this stuff in school and so like we just became online education junkies <laughs> since that point 
And uh, literally we spent like three months in that program um, and ended up starting to reach out to business owners. Katie would send out a couple messages um, to local business owners and that's how we start our business. To let her tell you kind of like <laughs> how that worked out. Yeah, I would literally just message like 50 people a day and say, uh, we just learned this stuff. Please let us do it for you for free because <laughs> oh. we've never worked for anyone before. So we don't have any credibility to back us. Um, but if you let us do it for you for free, then, you know, we can just see what how it goes from there. And, you know, if it works out, great. If not, no harm, no foul. And one of the first people I'd ever reached out to with that was um, our microblading specialist, Kate. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, yes, please help me because I just got myself into $15,000 in debt. <laughs> I need help. Yeah. <laughs> like $15,000 to learn how to You're put like, a nail next to it. You're like, $1,500 sounded really easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so uh, she took us up on it. It all started with a nice little Starbucks meeting. <laughs> and, yeah. um, it's funny because she, she literally, like, she went to school with us. And she literally had a class next to mine. I, I'd never met yeah. her before, but Katie connected with her. And, like, we were like, oh, man, this is awesome. You know, we can help some, each like, other out. Lubbock <laughs> business owners Facebook group. So. Yeah. So, like, um, that's kind of how it started was Katie started reaching out to some people. We basically said, like, we've was never done this before. still back in Texas? Yes, we're still in college. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. This is all, like, in one year. Yeah. Like, so while the I'm past pretending year. to like, focus on lectures, I'm literally on my computer messaging people. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's how, like, we got our first client was um, literally using that strategy. And what happened after that was we started working with uh, Kate, our microblading client. And we put our strategies all, that we'd been learning, um, just literally obsessed with over and over and over again, figuring out all, how this all worked, and we applied it for her. I just want to do a shout-out to Kate. It sounds like she needs some credit right now. So Kate, where yeah. is she located? Yeah. What's the name of her business? Kate's, in, Kate's still in Lubbock. Yes, so. she owns Cosmetique by Kate. It's yeah. a microblading. That's all she does is microblading, and she's mm-hmm. amazing at it. And it's in yeah. Lubbock, Texas. Uh, yeah. And she's still your client this day. Yes, we still are in. Cl- she doesn't really need our services anymore. She's wow. so you know built up such a presence. <laughs> that's the goal. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's why I think like we've shifted into the path we are is because of her. Because um, we literally like took her from where she didn't know how to get clients, and she was just getting started with her business. Mm-hmm. We had to help her put it like together, like scheduling systems, like everything. Mm-hmm. And um, what happened was like the first three days we ran a campaign for her, she made five thousand dollars, like literally overnight, <laughs> and we were like this stuff works <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh my gosh like you know everything we've been working so hard for this stuff actually works you know and um it was super exciting it gave us a ton of momentum she ended up um booking like i think 20 appointments within the first uh month or two and her appointment was like 500 dollars a pop so we were like man like this is awesome <laughs> you know mm-hmm. we can help a lot of people with this so then from there we kind of took that momentum and, and shared it with other business owners and um, ended up connecting with um, the vehicle customization franchise um, that we worked with one of their clients. Same thing happened literally in a week. Did $5,000 for them. And um, then from there, people just started talking about us, you know. And um, literally, it was crazy. I, I can't even believe it happened. We went from in three months, zero to $30,000 profit, me and Katie. Um, just over a month. <laughs> per a month. month. Yeah, a month. per month. Um, and that's kind of, you know, at, this literally happened a year ago. Yeah. So this is all pretty recent. Um, but we came up to graduation date and we kind of got to the point where we were like, you know, we have enough um, money kind of to figure out what we want to do and where we want to go. And so 
we kind of just said like let's get out of texas let's go somewhere new and my family actually used to live my grandparents i was talking about used to live out here in arizona oh. and they always want to retire out here and um so my goal is to uh, get them out here in the next couple months and that's what brought us out here so we're still finding our way around <laughs> but um that's kind of been our journey and we've been here since uh june so it's been like yeah. six six months I can't believe it's been that much time. I feel like I know. <laughs> it's been a whirlwind, but uh, that's kind of our journey to get to where we're at. And, um, you know, we've been through a long, rocky road this past year. Lots happened, but I think like at the end of the day, like when we could see um, the progression of um, someone like Kate, who like was just getting started out to like a year later. Now she's literally getting people asking her to book. She has a waiting list. Like that's what we want to create for as many people as possible. <laughs> So how'd you come up with the name? Real Beauty Bosses? <laughs> um, that's a good question. How did we come up with the name? I think, I um, <laughs> well, I think like we, we, we wanted to find um, a name for the business that we could create a community around. Yeah. Um, and and how to be a little gangster. Yeah, a little bit gangster. <laughs> we and wanted something that people could identify with. Like I yeah. am a real beauty boss. Right. Is that kind of cool, Christina? You think that's cool? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, yeah. So Christina's becoming your client as well. Uh, yeah. I, I'm hoping that we can get her on board and like tr work on some stuff together because she's like awesome writer. She's got a lot of great ideas. She works hard, and so mm -hmm. like those are the kind of people like we love to. And work you with. just reached out to her. Yeah. Is that I've, how do we connect? Yeah, they, Jordan <laughs> reached out to me on Facebook and. I don't even know what you said, but you were just like, let's meet up for coffee. I'm like, all right, sounds good. And we just started talking about like what we do, what they do. And I was kind of just listening from like, how can I help you guys? And how can you guys help other people? Um, and then it kind of, we just realized that there was so much synergy between us. And they were like, listen, we can start some campaigns for you, get you to reach your goals. And then also once you reach those goals, actually help you produce content and passive income which is, has been my goal since like 2012. I just haven't really acted on it. And then uh, there's some synergy as well with them building different platforms and I can help fuse my 11 years in the industry into um, some of the products that they're creating and platforms. So we're actually kind of collaborating together. Yeah, it's like super exciting because like the biggest thing for us is just finding the right people um, that we can align with um, who kind of have similar mindsets to ourselves because mm -hmm. it's honestly very hard to find people who want to like get out of the comfort zone um, and it's been a very you know tough struggle for us along this journey that you know no matter how much service and you know ability to help a business we have like if they don't have the right mindset we can't help them you know mm -hmm. or we'll hit a brick wall where we'll help them and then they'll flatten out and like for us that's no good because we know we're much more capable of, of helping people keep going to the next step. And, you know, when you connect with someone like Christina, who, you know, has this big vision, has all these ideas and stuff like that, like literally, I think our first chat, we were like, oh my gosh, like we got to do some stuff together. <laughs> like it wasn't even like, let's, you know, uh, we want to sell you a service or anything like that. You know, that's not how we work. It was literally like, let's help each other grow mm -hmm. and expand and, and find the next step. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. So it's very collaborative, which was last month's. It was. <laughs> it was. Yeah, and all this happened within the last like month, I would say. Yeah. yeah. It's not and like an ongoing thing that's been happening over a while. Yeah, and well, it's I, creating I, a relationship. It's you yeah. know, creating something that you can both, you know, realize you have common mindsets on. Yeah, that and like a friendship. We all went hiking. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some some deep hiking combos. <laughs> it was fun because like we we really like honestly don't have any uh, like people who are actually like friends that are our no. age here since we moved here. It's been you know hard work and you know networking and meeting with a lot of people and you know a lot of our clients are a lot older than us. <laughs> so it's always nice to connect with people that we can actually you know go out and have fun with and. Um, you know, when I heard you guys had a podcast and stuff too, you know, that's something we just started and got into with, um, you know, our program and stuff like that. So like when we started talking about that and, um, all the ideas and and plans we had for the next, you know, upcoming months and years, we were like, man, we, we definitely gotta, you know, be friends. (laughs) (laughs) So what's your podcast called? Uh, it's just the real Real beauty Beauty bosses Bosses. podcast. (laughs) It literally, it's a funny story how we even got started with it because it was never a plan to create a podcast for us. It was, um, we actually, um, in order to, for us to learn the industry, we, um, because we're obviously, we don't have a background in the beauty industry. Uh, we're just able to obviously help people in it, but we, kind of had the uh, the idea and the assumption that if we can go and connect with big influencers, like experts, very successful people in specific industries and um, interview them to learn ourselves and share that with people, that um, that would be very helpful to the people we're working with. And so we um, had this idea to create this online video summit um, where we were going to reach out to all these um, influencers, experts, um, people who were like, you know, top ranked on like Modern Salon and, and all the places where you'd find like the biggest people people follow in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. And we just started reaching out to them and said, hey, um, we're working on, we're also working on creating a book and a video summit that we want to have you on. And um, we just want to ask you some questions. We did a poll that basically asked like, what's your biggest challenge or biggest questions when it comes to like growing a successful beauty business? And we wanted to take those questions and ask the experts instead of, you know, answering them ourselves. It, it makes more sense to go to someone who has a, you know, seven-figure business or very successful, um, whatever their industry is. You know, we had people we talked to in the bridal industry. We had business coaches who are female entrepreneurs. We had uh, um, lash extension specialists, like you name it, tanning specialists. <laughs> um, all these different industries. We um, had this idea that we were going to ask them. Uh, document and put in a book and it's still in the progress right now but while we're waiting and in the meantime we were like we we, we want to share these with people now <laughs> you know so <laughs> we literally just ripped the audios and threw it on a podcast <laughs> literally googled how to make a podcast figured it out <laughs> and uh that's how it it's been and i think we have like a thousand listeners now mm-hmm. which is crazy because like we don't even know who they are <laughs> but uh it, it's been fun to kind of see the growth of that too within the past few months and how do people find your podcast um so we actually have like the people who um we interview on it they just share it and um, on their page and stuff. So a lot is of them. Is it on iTunes? Is yeah, it's it on iTunes. It's on iTunes, every platform. Spotify, Stitcher, mm-hmm. uh, Google Play. Mm-hmm. And like basically, I think how we got all the listeners was just all these people have a lot of influence. Um, you know, like 50,000, 100,000, 200,000 followers on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Um, they would so just post when they were on it. So yeah, yeah. They, all their listeners. Because we just gave them an opportunity to share their story and, mm-hmm. you know, answer questions. So like, you know. They love sharing it with their people and <laughs> gave, gave us a lot of listeners. <laughs> awesome. But uh, yeah, that's kind of, you know, something that Christy and I connect on too. Cause like I was very interested 
um, how you guys got started with this and, and, and how it's been for you guys too because we're still learning. We're always learning. So, <laughs> I think that's part of the, the magic you guys have. You're open to learning. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. the moment you stop learning, you really just stop your business because there's Absolutely. always capacity for things we don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like I think that's the one thing that we like make a priority is like we just are all like we've probably invested like close to $50,000 in the learning, education, events, trainings, like whatever it takes to to be ahead of the next step you know um and we we got a library that we gotta bust through too (laughs) but we're just constantly trying to fuel ourselves because we're we're still super young so if we can you know put our heads down and and learn as much as possible um while we don't have you know little kids running around you know crazy stuff uh going on in our lives that you know it's going to benefit us for the long run turn into Baby beautiful <laughs> bosses. <laughs> real, real, real baby beauty bosses. BBBs. <laughs> That's awesome. So what is next for you? I guess, I guess you guys keep learning. Uh, you mentioned yeah. Alex. I'm not sure if that's he's still involved. Yeah, or? yeah. He actually lives here like with us right now, okay. which is kind of cool. Um, we uh, we all live in a, in a condo together, which is kind of fun. <laughs> it's a little bit tough to work t- together sometimes because uh, we've been – you know, moving so fast, there's so much fluctuation. Sometimes it's hard, um, you know, living together and working together, especially between me and Katie. But <laughs> <laughs> we, we make it work and we know, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, we're just here to, you know, better our own lives and, and see what we can do to make an impact and, and make money doing it. <laughs> but I think, like, the next step for us is, like, to really uh, – Ruby Bosses is pretty, pretty new. Yeah. And, like, our goal right now is we're creating a uh, membership site and online training course um, that kind of documents the uh, strategies and techniques that we use to help our clients. Like, literally, um, how we helped Kate. We have some training videos on that already. Um, and also, when we did a lot of these interviews with these influencers and these experts um, in their field, we also identified a problem that, um, you know, no matter how successful we saw a lot of these um, beauty professionals became um, or how big an influence or how big a following they became, it seemed like the end goal for them was to get sponsored by brands, to do like live event trainings to and be salon owners. to be salon owners. And um, kind of we realized that like even when they got to that level and were as successful as, you know, everyone, I mean, not that they aren't successful, but um, they felt like that was kind of the end goal. And everyone I talked to, especially on the podcast, you can hear them like, they're like, kind of like, what's, I, I'm not sure what my next step is because I feel like I've, I've accomplished everything that there is to do in the beauty industry. And we kind of realized that like, you know, there was a big gap to the amount of time that they could spend traveling and doing live events. And especially because um, a lot of them are moms. Yeah. A lot of them were moms. And so a lot traveling of traveling just doesn't work out with that. Yeah. At all. Um, a lot of them were moms and a lot of them like, you know, went on these sprints, but they were kind of at a phase where like they couldn't continue to keep running on a hamster yeah. wheel and keep up with it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so we kind of identified a big problem there and worked to solve it to create a way for them to kind of package their expertise and kind of share their journey of how they got to where they're at with um, other people in their specific industry and field. So it all kind of started with one of our, our closest um, clients that we work with right now, who's honestly, I don't even want to call her a client. She's literally like She's one of friend. our close friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, we interviewed her on the podcast. Her name's Renee Marie. She's um, one of our first podcast interviews. She's on our podcast like three times. 
um, basically she, she shared with us her journey and um, it's she has such an amazing story but she's kind of at a place now where um, she's feels like she's on that hamster wheel and she's trying to figure out like how can I make a bigger impact and serve more people and like share what I know with a bigger audience and so we kind of with her um, work together to create a uh, online program for her like an online coaching program um, in the bridal industry she's a bridal hairstylist um, who's now an educator and an influencer and she teaches other um, bridal hairstylists now how to become a successful bridal hairstylist um, and, and build a consistent uh, year-round business that's booked year-round um, and so what we did was kind of create help her kind of put the technical side to it and put a package together to create an online program and a coaching program that she can now distribute and within the first three weeks of working with her she did like ten thousand yeah. dollars with her program got like 20 people um, into her program and we were like man like to see her like light up and be like now she's feel like she's really like helping people and making an impact mm-hmm. she can do it from her home you know she doesn't have to go travel and um, do all these live events and stuff like that and um, still keep trading time for money now she can kind of have a, uh, a system and a course and a program that she can continue to get people in and, and keep helping them grow their bridal hairstyling business because we can't help someone do that we can re- we can help someone who's an expert in it create a program to help all those people so that's kind of like where our, our goals and plans for the next and upcoming years are is to help as many um, you know successful experts be able to do that in their different industries and kind of paid the path from someone who's just getting started out in the industry to building a successful business to become an expert in their industry. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> You're teaching them to give it away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. And make money doing it. So, Christina, <laughs> you next, huh? What was that? You're next? <laughs> yeah, like, you next. <laughs> I am next. I actually had um, my old boss and I, we wanted to create that whole thing, too. We started creating content. He was the salon owner version where he was you know, teaching the importance of culture in a salon and, you know, coaching and mentoring your people, making sure they're happy, all that stuff. And then I was on the stylist end of things of how to network and market yourself and provide amazing customer service and all the human dynamics that go into it. So I, on my Google Drive, I just have like chapters upon chapters of just content that's been sitting there for seven years. And then these these jokers come along (laughs) (laughs) and they're like, let's do something with it. I'm like, great. Someone who finally like knows how because I don't know how I can write it. I can record it. I can do everything. I just don't know how to like distribute it, get it out there, package it. How how long ago did you write that stuff? Because you sent it to me. I was like, what? Like this stuff we need. <laughs> we literally read it. And we were like, "This is genius." Yeah, and like, I only sent you like two paragraphs. I know. <laughs> I was like, "Where is this gold mine?" <laughs> Cause, no, cause I wrote it in like 2011, 2012. That's crazy. It's that's such a, a long time ago, too. I know. Like, I was 21 years old. That's why. Because I thought I looked at the date. I'm like, "What did I know when I was 21?" <laughs> Apparently, but, a lot. <laughs> but then I looked. I'm like, "Wow, I did know all this stuff, mm-hmm. and some of this stuff I forgot. So I should probably revisit it." Yeah, that's like. <laughs> The biggest thing, too, like right now is like we don't want to be people who are trying to, you know, tell people how to do things we haven't done. So like when we can connect with people who have been there, have done that, who have answered questions that are, you know, the most commonly asked and um, provide value to the people who are looking to move a step forward in their life or business. Like it's so awesome to connect with people like that who have value to share. And if we can help them package it and distribute it to more people, helps us, helps them helps make a bigger impact on everybody (laughs) 
So what other industries would you guys see um, your services benefiting, like as far as creating packages for people to give away? Um, I would, I like, honestly, our goal um, that we have mapped out right now is we have like our client side of our business, right? Where we um, will help people who don't have the time or need to grow a business fast, right? That's like our bread and butter, what we did, what we started with Kate. Um, but we're planning on right now, and this is what we're working on together, is creating kind of like a membership site where you can kind of come to this page and learn, you know, the basics of building a successful business or taking the next step or how to uh, expand your presence, things like that. We'll have people kind of come to this membership site who are the best to speak about that. But our goal is to kind of create um, kind of like branches off like a university would where you kind of learn the basics of things you need to know in this membership site. But if you want to take it a step further and learn more about your specific niche, whether it be like microblading, bridal hairstyling, whether it be like microneedling, I don't know, whatever their expertise is, like we would want to send you and hand you off to the expert in that industry rather than um, you try to figure everything out on a broader spectrum. Like get the foundations like you would, like you went to school and then go and get your master's <laughs> from the person <laughs> who's the expert, right? Mm -hmm. So honestly, to answer that question, like it could be in every single industry, it could be in multiple industries with different topics. Um, it really just depends on the people that we can connect with. And, and Is there them. any industry you would like to get into? Um, uh, we definitely want to get more into the medical side of the business because I feel like that's an area where um, they could use a lot of um, help and, and help them know what to do to, to serve and help more people, whether it be like estheticians or um, med spas, yeah, med spas um, laser technicians and stuff like that, people who you know, have this amazing uh, ability to help transform people's lives. They just need to get it in front of more people. Um, those would be, you know, perfect people that we're trying to uh, get in front of right now. But to be honest, like, we don't really, we're not too picky. You know? <laughs> I mean, I think like the best relationships we've had have all kind of come organically, you know, and start with a friendship and then turn into a way we can serve each other. So um, I think at the end of the day, it's just whoever wants to in the beauty industry as a female entrepreneur who's willing to work hard wants to get, you know, to build a successful business, but also make an impact doing it is an ideal client for us. I think it's a great progression where health and wellness is like the best part. I mean, mm -hmm. I think we go in with the, the thought of beauty, but yeah. I mean, unless you have the health and wellness to, Absolutely. you know, back it up, do you really have a life that's fulfilled? 100%. Exactly. And that's the thing too, like, we love working with like gyms and stuff like that. We have experience working with gyms. And we have and two gym clients. Yeah. Big so booty boss. Yeah. Exactly. yeah there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that's the plan is to kind of like start it a little bit narrow, you know, and then kind of expand it out. Because, um, you know, if we can, can help a specific type of person first and get them immediate results, then we can grow and expand yeah. that. Mm -hmm. It's more about, you know, helping a certain person and giving them a solution to whatever problem they may have rather than providing a service because yeah. there's no one blanket service to every business. Every business has different variables and different outliers and different things going on and needs a different tailored solution for it. So it's more about just meeting people, finding out what they have a problem with. And if we have something that can help them, then great. So how are you meeting people today? We lots have, of networking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lots of networking. We have um, we have a lot of different ways that we get connected with people. So we, we you know get in front of people with the podcast. We have our social media platforms and things like that. 
um, me and Katie do a lot of networking. We do a lot of, you know, messaging, like stuff to, to um, that we sent to Christina, just like basically letting people know who we are. We'd love to, you know, get in contact, see if we can help each other, not going straight for the, like, uh, you know, you talked about Gary V, the jab, 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 right hook. You know, a lot of people just to buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, right hook all the time. Like, you know, we've learned the hard way <laughs> that, um, you know, it's much easier to just say, hey, you know, I'd love to get together, get to know each other and see if we can help, you know, get each other to the next level. So well, it's kind of nice to create the relationship first before you oh, actually yeah. create an opportunity exactly. for them. Mm-hmm. There may not be one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like if we try to push things like that's how we found out that like that may get us into some trouble with clients that we may not be the best working with that are ideal for us is if mm-hmm. we try to rush things and just provide services rather than build real relationships. Hmm. Yeah, that is something I really liked when I first met um, you. And then when I met b- the both of you, none of it felt like I was I was curious when he messaged me. I was like, oh, I wonder if he'll like pitch to me <laughs> when we go meet for coffee or whatever. And it totally wasn't like that. It was just two people talking and there was no sales pitch, no hard sell. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Did it leave you wanting? <laughs> like, where's my pitch? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, we did set up a second meeting because I'm like, well, I want to know what you guys actually provide. Like, you didn't tell me much. Like, tell me more, please. So it's oh, kind it's of a good teaser. Good teaser. Good teaser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we gave her a little copy of our it's little, teaser little book, too. Um, that's like, you know, we'd rather people like kind of uh, get introduced to us, build the relationship in them. Like you just said, you know, kind of ask, like, Naturally. these are the problems I'm having. Like, can you help me? Because mm-hmm. like um, we have like a little uh, we have a lot of ebooks and stuff that we put together that uh, are geared towards you know helping stylists or helping saloners that talk about you know the online platforms and stuff so like we can provide that value up front and um, see if it's even the right fit for that person and and they self-identify that this is the right fit for them that makes it the best type of relationship because no one feels under pressure and no one feels like a a big old sales pitch is coming you know Um, especially in this industry like that's just a big no-no um, to just go straight for, you know, I can do this, you know, buy my stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, unfortunately, you know, do, do like, I wouldn't say they do what we do, but like a lot, everyone does marketing and stuff like that. And so like, there's always going to be people out there who say they can get you the results and who can, you know, do this and do that. And that we're the best people to do it. But like, I mean, anyone can provide a service, but not a lot of people can provide a relationship and provide value for a long period of time. And I feel like that's what we focus on and what makes us different. So someone's listening now and they like, yeah, they totally like, this is definitely where they want to go and how do they reach you and what's the best step to connect with you? Yeah. So on our uh, website, ruobeautybosses.com, we have a lot of resources on there. We have webinars, we have uh, books, we have uh, contact support, all that type of stuff. Um, really like our website is kind of designed to have a lot of different um, value points depending on where you're at and it's continually developing but um, basically like if you want to learn more about what we do you can grab our, our ebook you can listen to our podcast um, you can find us on social media just realbeautybosses.com or realbeautybosses uh, anywhere else yeah. <laughs> so who's the content writer between oh Katie is <laughs> copywriting wizard over here wow. so <laughs> Yeah, like that's what's kind of been cool about our, our journey, too, is because we've all kind of found like what we're best at um, with what we do. And so, you know, I do a lot of the uh, consulting, the organizing, you know, planning and, and putting so the pieces. Masterminder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Katie, you know, she's great at, um, you know, 
copywriting, writing our content, posting on Instagram, you know, writing emails. Like that's what she's really good at is communicating our messaging um, from a digital standpoint. I'm better at talking about it than I am. <laughs> is <laughs> Instagram your favorite go-to these days with social media? Our Instagram page is pretty fresh. So, yeah, but we new. know that's where like our, our audience really hangs out. So mm -hmm. we're really working on growing our presence there. And how about Facebook? How's that doing? It's good. Um, I mean, we connected with Christine on there. So. <laughs> Usually um, Facebook, we just kind of stick with our personal profiles to mm -hmm. help reach out to people there just because it's more personal. You know, mm -hmm. nobody really would respond to, you know, a business coming at you. Hey, let's meet up for coffee. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing, too. Like, we always come to people as, as real people yeah. rather than um, it's funny. A lot of people, I don't know if Christina thought this, but they always think that I'm Katie because I have a picture of Katie in my profile picture. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. like me on so his like, back because <laughs> they all think that he's a girl. Yeah, so I guess it works out pretty good because a lot of people are like, oh, hey, girl, let's get together for coffee. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like I think it's just at the end of the day uh, just that personal connection. So, honestly, like the best way to contact us, just find Jordan Key or Katie White <laughs> on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can find Real Beauty Bosses on Instagram as well, or you can just email me directly if you want to set a meeting or something at katie at revampedgroup.com. So. so, Katie, if you fast forward like five years, yeah, in an ideal world, what would life and business look like for you? In five years, an ideal world, um, I probably would have at least wanted to help more than 500 women in the beauty industry get free from their chair and be able to move beyond it. Um, like I said, this is a big movement that we're passionate behind. So it's definitely something that, uh, you know, we, we want to have depth in. we want to actually grow in. it's not, you know, we want to help 10 people and yay, we did it. You know, we have huge goals for it. So I'd say in five years, 500 people getting free from actually having to be behind the chair would be a big, big goal of mine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think like the big goal, um, is a thousand, uh, female entrepreneurs in the next, I mean, I'm hoping it's sooner than five years, but mm -hmm. uh, a thousand female entrepreneurs that we could take to a six figure income and a hundred that we could take to seven. That's the goal. Awesome. And then what about your life? Like as business owners, you guys can actually set yourselves up for like freedom and all that stuff. So what would your personal life look like? I think um, what we've kind of talked about is like um, freedom is super important, but yeah. our goal is to never like create something that we want to step away from because I really want to stay passionate about and involved in what I'm doing. Um, so like, I think the goal for us is just continue to grow and expand um, our impact while, you know, our personal lifestyle, we're able to, um, we want to, you know, possibly own multiple investment homes, be able to travel and like, definitely you know, want to be able to travel. Yeah. Have <laughs> places in like California or um, maybe Florida and like places that we can rent out and provide income from, but also like if we ever want to spend a, a week or a month in California, yeah. we've got a place to go to. Mm -hmm. So like really it's, it's just having, um, options and, and, you know, the freedom and ability to do the things we want to do. Cause you know, there's so much that we haven't done. <laughs> um, and we're still super young. So like we've got a big old long list of things that we want to accomplish. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's just be able to do what we love and make an impact doing it while being able to, you know, balance our life and business and fit the business into our life and not our life into our business. If that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. I want to touch on one last thing before we wrap up. What do you see are some of the specific hardships you guys see in being in a relationship and in business together? 
Oh, butting heads 24-7. This morning? (laughs) So how do you come to an agreement? Uh, I mean, we usually scream at each other a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Both kind of take five minutes and then come and talk about it. Yeah. And calmly fix it. Because it's, you know, business is business, right? So, like... The hardest part is making sure everyone's accountable and responsible. Like, yeah. everyone is at fault for that time. I am, Katie is, Alex, our partner is. But I think, like, when we have those confrontations, it's just super important to not just let them boil over and, like, not talk about it. We have to confront it, like, head on. Mm-hmm. So um, we're still getting better about it. We're not perfect, but we're figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think, like, it's it's a huge, you know, I think that's, like, the biggest Thing that we're still working on is being able to uh, collaborate best, communicate best, and, and, you know, be able to kind of turn the switch off when we need to so we can actually, you know, enjoy a relationship yeah. <laughs> away from the business, too. So, mm-hmm. um, Do you have time for the relationship? Have you... We, we had to block out time for yeah, it. Yeah, we literally we had to put it on the it. calendar yeah. <laughs> every single Saturday. Because we, we were neglecting, um, you know, date nights and stuff like that for oh, a we while. We went, like, six months without yeah, going on a date, like, and it was... We feel like literally we don't even know where we're at in Arizona yet because we've been so busy. But, um, you know, we literally at the start of this year decided like, hey, you know, Saturday night going on a date no matter what. (laughs) Like, um, you know, Sunday we're going to, um, you know, be proactive. We'll try to get out and find out hiking spots and stuff like that, record and document while we're doing it and kind of being proactive with our time off to still be able to, you know, feel what we're doing. But um yeah I, I think it's a must that you block out time for date night Absolutely. <laughs> so that you make sure it happens and i think that's the biggest thing what we weren't doing is like literally we would block out all the time in the world for for client work and business work and scheduling posts all this stuff but we would never block out time for ourselves and for our relationship and mm-hmm. so that's our biggest thing this year <laughs> so do you have any surprises for valentine's day we're still figuring it's that out. It's not on a Saturday. So. I literally asked him this morning. I said, what are we doing Was for this that? the argument? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. Well, <laughs> well another – I didn't even know it was Valentine's Day this week until another couple friend of ours literally asked me last night, well, what are y'all doing? I'm like, well, crap, I don't know. Got any recommendations? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not too sure yet. I think um, – I don't know. Well, you guys maybe would be best to, to give us some ideas. We, I, like I said, I don't know where we're at. <laughs> I don't know what's the nice restaurant spots yet. I don't know, like, where's the nice date night spots. But um, we'll, I guess, figure something out. <laughs> Our last date night, we went to Olive Garden, so. <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, My recommendation is just make sure you're together and yeah, be nice to yeah, each other. Yeah. Of course. We'll, and be we'll present. Try. And be present. <laughs> be present. Be present. Yeah, that's, that's right. Thing. Maybe no talking about business. Yeah. yeah. No phones. <laughs> yeah. Just shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's like our biggest goal for this year is to really master that part of, of our life in business is, mm. you know, to be able to turn it off, still live our life <laughs> mm-hmm. and then fit the business inside. Yeah. Well, and also being able to set the business up to where it, it doesn't need us to run it 24 seven and we can be able to, you know, go to New York for a month and, you know, not have to worry about putting out fires and just let it happen. Cause like, it's crazy. Like even since we've been here, like our phones just blow up, you know? So we really have to find ways to just shut it off, leave the phone, you know, completely away and just focus on like Christina said, being present. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. 
Well, I hope you never figure it out because I think life is really fun when it's, <laughs> you know, being worked on. I agree. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting you to say that. I know, right? <laughs> never figure it out. Well, and it, and it kind of leaves you in the discovery of things, you yes. know, and it's yep. really fun when you kind of discover things and you may not even know. So um, thank you for being on the show. Thank um, you so much. Enjoy yeah. Arizona. It's a blast. I've been here for a few years, so it's really, really fun. And um, you have to the hot spots. <laughs> it's wherever you are is the hot spot. So have a great week, and guys, we'll see you next week. Okay, thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it.